One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the 80%. Today, we'll be helping out a listener who reached out and asked, how can she get out of debt? Of course, with me today is a special guest, Mr. Efren Cruz, who is a registered financial planner and the Chairman and CEO of Personal Finance Advisors Philippines Corporation. Dedicated ang episode na ito para sa lahat ng mga baon sa utang. I hope makatulong sa inyo ang mga ibibigay naming tips and advice. So, are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng mga financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast, kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba yumaman. Thank you for tuning in, and now on to the show. Uh, good day po. My name is uh, Efren Cruz. Uh, I'm often mistaken for other people, hindi po ako yun, mga celebrities, lalo na si Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, I'm the chairman and CEO of the Personal Finance Advisors Philippines Corporation. Our focus is on helping people with their financial plans. Uh, we basically cover cash, debt, risk, and wealth management. You just heard Sir Efren Cruz one of the most respected and influential people on personal finance in the Philippines. He's actually one of the lecturers when I attended the RFP course several years back. At dun sa klase niya, he discussed with us at dun ko natutunan yung concept ng CDRW. Uh, I like yung, ano mo, yung acronym mo nung, nung CDRW, yung Cash, uh, Debt, Risk, and Wealth Management. Uh, I actually shared that to some people. Tapos hindi na nila alam, ano yung CDRW? Generation gap na, hindi na kasi uso yung CDs ngayon, no? Um, but, but of course, I'm really honored to have uh, Efren today dito sa ating podcast because uh, he's been known as the father of personal finance in the Philippines. Grabe. Uh, idol to. But I, I, Pinapatanda mo ko, ha? <laughs> Obvious naman doon sa CDRW, but in any case, I'm actually curious, what's the story behind this title? Uh, paano nagsimula yung father of personal finance in the Philippines na, na nickname mo? Si Salve, sisihin mo doon. Ah, si Salve. Si, si Salve tsaka si Randel. Yan, yan, dalawang yan. <laughs> Okay. 
Yung isa sa mga nabanggit ni Sir Efren, si Salve, that's Miss Salve Duplito. At naging guest na rin natin siya dito sa podcast. You can later check out episode 27 where we talked about how to learn the valuable habit of reading. And for sure, one of these days, we'll also invite Sir Randall Chongson to guest in our podcast. So make sure that you subscribe to The 80% para hindi nyo yun mamis. Anyway, let's go back to our conversation with Sir Efren. I, I'm curious, and also for the sake of our listeners, uh, siguro a short uh, story of how did you start in the personal finance space? Uh, okay, that's a long story. <laughs> Try to speed it up. Uh. Um, it started with me falling in love with the amortization table when I was in college. Wow. <laughs> but I, I was so amazed because imagine mo, kagawin mo, sa dulo, zero na lalabas. So, well, I guess because my father said, uh, had a master's in stat. So, major engineering ang mind niya. So, naman ako yun. Anyway, uh, and then, uh, and then I, la- I wanted to, I wanted to get a job, uh, study a course pala na walang thesis. Takot ako magsalita sa harap ng tao at that time. So, sabi ko, sige, business management do sa school namin, walang thesis. But that led me to having a job na in finance. No? And I started with basic finance and then eventually that led me into fund management. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but habang nasa fund management ako, I was always telling myself, there must be a better way. Kasi I'm selling products to clients. So sabi ko, uh, at that time, I only had one mutual fund that I was managing. Sabi ko, oh wait, eh, eh, paano pag hindi sila bagay dito? Ito spiripidig ko sa kanila. So at that time, I had this vision that I wanted to be on the other side of the fence. Instead of a uh, on the sell side, I wanted to be on the buy side, ikanga, on the side of the clients. And that's when it all started. And, and then everything fell into place because I got to meet Salve. And before her, yung ano niya, isang tauna sa kanyang editors of Business World, he started to write for them for free. And then, may invite ako magsulat ang libro. And then everything else fell into place. Ang curious don is, I actually understand uh, how you felt. Kasi sometimes, yun din yung nararamdaman ko. When, but siguro, when I'm planning yung mga investment goals ko, parang sobrang fascinated ako dun sa how do I grow this na meron akong uh, Excel table, sisimulate ko yung cash flow ko, na it gives you a feeling, or, uh, yung may feeling of uh, satisfaction pag, uy, ito pala yung kailangan kong ano, i-invest, tapos ganito lang pala siya, kayang-kaya ko ngayon. So uh, I can understand the fascination with the number. Yeah. Uh, of course, the reason why I actually invited you today is to talk about debt, no, yung utang. And mm-hmm. uh, ever since na nakilala kita, Efren, one of the reasons why I like listening to you and learning from you is you always incorporate behavioral finance, uh, which is something that uh, not a lot of, I would say, financial uh, advocates do. So in that perspective, siguro to start off our conversation about debt is why do people get into debt problems? So bakit nga ba nababaon sa utang ang isang tao? No, eh, in much the same way as na tumataya sa lotto. Mm-hmm. There is focus on the price but not on the 
odds of winning sa lotto. Here, just focus on the benefit of owning whatever they're going to buy, but not the implications or the, the trade-offs with borrowing to buy it. Even sa, sa, ika nga, sa dulo na lang pagsisisi. <laughs> so, there's an element of parang materialism, you would say na, ay, gusto ko to, or kailangan kong mabili to, kaya uh, they just go ahead and borrow money kasi tama, no, nakafocus sila dun sa uh, benefits of owning that particular thing that they wanted. Uh, something deeper than that, it's really instant gratification. You and I like like to see Excel because when we do these things in Excel, kita mo kagad yung result, di ba? There's instant yes. gratification there. And just extend it to people being able to buy milk tea or being able to buy whatever clothes. Ganon din yun eh. Except that, uh, first, kanya-kanya yan, uh, pag this, this instant gratification is actually part of the mentality ng caveman. From the time of the caveman, ano yan? Uh, it, it's in our psyche because then, it helps us, no? It, it helps us grow. It helps us uh, uh, nurture not only ourselves but our our uh, families. So, uh, nadala natin all the way up to the present time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kaya lang, ang, sinat- ang tawag doon is that uh, it becomes automatic. Or mm-hmm. take this for example, okay? my, when I when I got married, one of my uh, one of the things I heard from my wife is that sabi niya. Alam mo, sabi ng tatay ko, basta pagkain, hindi mo dapat pagtipiran. Okay? That became a rule. In addition to instant gratification, it became a rule. Okay? Tama naman pagkain because it, it's a means of survival. Eh? Part of the time, ng, part of the rules yan ng caveman, you have to survive. Kaya lang pag sumosobra yung reliance natin yan sa mga rules na yan, doon tayo nagkakamali, lalo na pagdating sa pera. O nga, no, may mga naririnig ako mga sudyante na gusto nila magtipid, pero pag nakakita ng milk tea place, ay parang instinct na nila nabibili, no? Kasi magkikrave sila for the milk tea. And yun ang ending, hindi na sila nakapag-save. Oh. Well, talking about saving, that's on the flip side of spending, di ba? Mm-hmm. Eh, spending, although lumalabas ang pera sa'yo, there is, may kapalit. Ngayon yung gratification. Pero pag nag-save ka, walang kapalit kagad. Wala eh. So, ang tingin ng utak natin dyan, it's an outright loss. That's why it's so hard to get people to say, outright loss yan eh. So, ang sinasabi nila, eh, don't think of it as an outright loss. Now, this is not neuro-linguistic programming. Ano? Eh, kasi, ang sinasabi ng behavior economic, economist para, is that, nakaprogram na utak natin from the time of the caveman nga up to now. No? You just have to find the right programming for the proper situation. So sabi nila, instead of thinking of it as, instead of saying to yourself, can I save 20% of my income, which is an outright loss, tanangin mo sarili mo, can I live on 80% of my income? Baliktad. It's the same result. Pero if you look at it as living on something, it's positive. Rather than saving, which is cutting back on how you're living. So that's, that's one solution to saving. I would agree na a lot of it is because of instant gratification kaya nababaon sa utang yung mga tao 
kasi yung debt problem, hindi rin siya kasi instant, eh, no? So, hindi natin siya nakikita kagad. It slowly creeps into our lives, no? And uh, I believe that self-awareness is important when it comes to uh, uh, our financial habits na para madali na, maaga natin makita na, teka, may problem na ako sa, sa pera. Dapat mm-hmm. meron tayong certain sense of self, self-awareness. So, yep. when it comes to when it comes to debt problems, ano ba yung pwedeng parang self-check ng isang tao para masabi na, teka-teka, uh, itong recent uh, behavior ko, this is uh, an early sign that I might go into a debt problem. Ano ba yung siguro a quick list of things to uh, watch out for that you can ask yourself to know if you have the early ano ba, symptoms of having a debt problem? Well, uh, well, being the nerd that we both are, <laughs> nerds, um, just, just look, uh, if I am paying down my debt, may mga hinuhulog ko sa utang, lahat yan, lahat yan. Does it comprise 30% of my income? My gross, my sorry, not my gross income, ha? my net take-home income. Tanggalin mo na yung mga income tax, SSS, PLF, or GSI. Basta yung neto nun, Am I paying more than 30% of that in terms of repayment of debt? If so, alam mo na, medyo lumalampas ka. Uh, that's one of the rules of financial planners. The other one is just a, a, a feeling that uh, after mong, siyempre, umutang, no? nagbabayad ka na. After that, kung nagbabayad ka and you really are allocating money for that, you feel a certain tightness in the way you're able to run your life financially. But ay, gusto mo nang bumili, kaya lang, Teka, may babayaran ka pa eh. Kaya ba? Yung gano'n. Pag nag-iisip ka na ng gano'ng bagay, uh, alam mo medyo, medyo pa. Medyo may problema ka na sa debt. Of course, other people don't even think about it. Ay, yun ang grabe talaga. Next time, kakatok na yung mga collector sa'yo sa bahay mo. Sige ka. Ano siya, no? Minsan hunch or actually there's already a feeling pero uh, a lot of times we just try to ignore it but it's bad to ignore those uh, feelings no kasi baka mamaya um, hindi mo makontrol totally and then yun nga we fall into uh, debt and uh, one of those people unfortunately is uh, one of my listeners dito sa podcast mm. na naglakas ng loob na magpadala ng message at humingi ng tulong so okay. her name is Arlene and uh, meron siyang pinadala na audio that I will Play right now for you, Efren, no? Okay. Hi po, Brother Fitz. Ako po pala si Arlene. Uh, nakita ko po kasi yung vlogs po ninyo at yung podcast ninyo. At gusto ko po sanang humingi ng advice. Kasi po, uh, tindi po ng problema ko po ngayon. Kasi po, uh, ang dami-dami ko pong utang. Tapos yung utang ko po ngayon ay sa maraming online creditors po. Online creditors po, like po mga kasyalo, peso queue, um, tala, robocash, parang marami po talaga. Kasi po, nawalan po ako ng trabaho last year nang nagka-pandemic. At kumapit na po ako dun sa 
mga online loans. Nabayaran ko po naman po ng nakaraang buwan pero ngayon po parang super stressful na po at takot na takot na po ako baka baka makulong po ako baka iharas po ako baka po tawagan po lahat ng mga kamag-anak ko mga kaibigan ko mga katrabaho ko at natatakot po talaga ako na yun nga po baka masira ako at makulong po ako hindi po ako masamang tao brother Fitz kasi teacher po ako pero parang hopeless at parang hindi ko na po alam yung gagawin. Hindi na po ako makatulog ng maayos. Gusto ko po namang bayaran po lahat ng utang ko sa mga creditors na yun pero parang wala na po talaga akong makitang ibang paraan sa sobrang mahal na po ng interes. Natatakot po ako kasi breadwinner ako. Pero hindi po ako masamang tao, Brad Fitz. Sana po, oh, mabigyan nyo naman po ako ng advice kung ano ko pwedeng gawin sa mga creditors na to. Baka pwede ko pa po silang pakaisapan na mabigyan po ng extension. Kasi po yung mga terms of payment nila, merong 14 days. 21 days, so yung pinakamatagal lang po is uh, one month lang po, kaya hirap na hirap na po ako ngayon. Ano po kaya ang gagawin ko? Pwede po ba ako mag-seek ng legal advice? Ano po po ba yung pwede kong gawin? Sana po matulungan niyo po ako kung ano kong pwede gawin sa problema ko. Maraming salamat po, Brad Fitz. God bless po. Malinaw ba, Efren, yung audio? May yeah. mahinayang yeah. tayo. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I guess, rinig mo sa boses niya yung bigat ng problema. That's right, that's right. And siguro, my first question to you, Efren, is how common is Arlene's situation? No, in one word, very. Mm-hmm. Marami kang mga naging clients na, no, na in similar situations as Arlene. Tama, no? Yes, and all uh, prior to the pandemic, prior to, I think, September or August of 2019, super dami yan. Why, why August of 2019? The reason is that nag-clamp down ng SEC noong August of 2019. Prior to that month, wala silang uh, regulations on unfair debt collection practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, ang ginawa ni SEC, and this will help si Arlene, una-una, in, in phases, pinaregister na lahat itong mga nagpapautang. Whether it's yung 5-6 na nasa palengke o itong nasa, nasa internet lang. Nung na-register na niya, sakop na niya. Then, last August 2019, sinabi niya, bawal na yung ginagawa niyang pangungolekta. One of which is that yung mga online lenders, and this is in... Re- para bang in relation to her concern. Ang ginagawa kasi nila, papa-download ka ng app. Yung app, hindi mo alam, kinukuha na yung contacts mo. At mag-mintis ka lang isang araw, automatic papadala ng collection letter lahat ng nasa contact list mo. Pero address sa'yo. 
So, mapapahiya ka kasi tatawag yung kaibigan mo. Oh, Arlene, bakit may nangungulekta sa'yo? Ito dahil utang mo. Ganun na ginagawa nila. Noong August of 2019, pinagbawal na yan for, on two counts. One is that it's unfair. And secondly, it's against the Data Privacy Act. And isa pang law na uh, cyberbullying. Anti-cyberbullying. No? So, uh, there are ways to help her, si Arlene. Pwede siya i-report niya itong mga ito na magkaharas sa kanya. Kailangan hinaharas na siya, of course. No? Parang wala pa naman. Pag hinaharas na siya, i-report niya sa SEC. At, eh, may, may website si SEC mismo. Filapan lang niya yung form. Bahala na si SEC. Ito. Nabanggit ni Arlene no, yung mga online lending. And nasabi mo na rin no, na... Uh, ano siya, no? Uso ngayon. And uh, ang naaalala ko kasi, many years ago, ang talagang problem ng mga tao pagdating sa utang is yung credit cards na nagpatong-patong, no? Mm-hmm. And uh, for now, I think dumagdag pa tong mga online lending kasi it's so easy to uh, apply for a personal loan dito sa mga online apps, no? Yes. And personally, I believe na good ang intentions itong mga fintech companies na to. But uh, because of their accessibility, uh, do you think uh, it has made more Filipinos uh, more susceptible to having debt problems? Yes. I have to be honest with you, yes. Again, we're going back to instant gratification, di ba? Lalo na yung mga tulad ni Arlene na medyo kapos. O di, sa madaling mangutang, di dito, parang sa 5-6. And di ba, the government was already or, uh, offering a loan of mala 5-6, pero much lower on rate. But you still have to file certain application form and documents. Ano sabi ng Karabian? Ayaw namin. Dito sa 5-6, palaralan ng sigarilyo. Susunod may pangalan mo, okay ka na eh. Papautahan ka talaga. Gratifying snack. Yun ang problema natin. Sa message sa akin ni Arlene, she has valid and worrying concerns. Such as, pwede ba raw siyang makulong? Natatakot din siya na maharas ng mga collectors and she's also worried na masira ang pangalan niya. Here's what Efren says about this. Yung makulong, hindi pwede kasi uh, under the Constitution, nobody can be imprisoned from non- for non-payment of debt. Not unless they could prove, the lenders can prove that you committed fraud. Okay? Lalo na, pag ikaw yung nag-issue ng post-stated checks at tumalbog, BP-22 naman yon batas pambansa 22, uh, anti-check bouncing law yon. But, uh, itong mga online lenders, I don't think they ask for PDCs. Eh. So, wala siyang problema doon. But still, pwede siyang iharas. Now, what are the examples of harassment? Well, yung SEC, naglabas na siya ng listahan ng unfair debt collection practices. It basically is... Uh, Whatever the BSP also said pagdating sa credit cards, unfair. One of which is uh, threatening bodily harm. <laughs> or even calling before certain uh, certain hours of the day. Okay. I've, have, I've had clients na sinasabing, uh, eto ah, uh, mag-asawa sila, ang laki ng kita. Kaya ang laki-laki ng utang. Ang laki ng kita nila, pero utang nila 27 million <laughs> personal loan. 27 wow. million. Eh, ano yun? Kasi ang ginagawa nila, wala silang anak, pero ang sinusuporta nila magulang ng bawat isa. But to the point that lahat talaga, pagkain, tirahan, uh, 
gamot and everything. They did not monitor it. Ang laki-laki na pala utang. So you, know you know what the collector did? Yung lalaki, what? malaki yung sweldo. Okay? Uh, nagtatrabaho sa banko. Bawal na bawal sa central bank na ay empleyado, lalo na senior officer, ay baon sa utang. So tumawag siya dito sa banko, sa HR. So itong senior officer niya, malaki yung utang. Naku, ay di senior officer, nagpanik. Ay, HR pala, nagpanik. Tinawagan yung senior officer. Ba't ganito? Sorry, wala kaming records. but to report you to the BSP and ask for guidance? Ano nangyari? Few days later, tanggal sa trabaho. Tanggal. Okay. Anong tumawag si collector kay senior officer ng banko? Sabi ng kliyente namin, ba't mo ginawa yun? Paano pa kita babayaran? Ino you know the collector did? Tumawa daw at sinabing, gagawin din namin yan sa misis mo. Oh. Office is harassment. Ano? E- even talking to your relatives, you cannot, they cannot do that. They try to force their way into your home. That's trespassing. All of these things. Now, ang gagawin nila, tatakutin tayo. Sasabihin, ay, meron na kami ipapail na kaso sa sala ni judge, ganyan-ganyan. Pag hindi ka magbayad, ipapail namin to. May kaso ka na ba? Wala pa. Plano pa lang yun. Drawing pa lang yun. That's just the way of wanting you to call them and negotiate. So, ang payo namin talaga, wag na wag tatakbuhan ang kolektor. Kausapin niyo sila. In fact, be aggressive with them. Be on the offense. Ika nga, no? Mag-offer ka na nung kaya mong bayaran. Kung meron man, no? I don't know, yung case ni Arlene, no? Kung kami bayad, i-offer mo na sa kanila. Ask for the the, the biggest concessions you can ever get. Uh, and then, ask pa lang yan, ha? And maganda, nakasulat. Bakit kailangan nakasulat? Pag sinabi nakasulat, hindi naka-email, ha? Kung pwede, padala mo yan via LBC. Bakit? Pag natanggap nila yan, nakatatak, kailan na-receive? Anong date? Sino nag-receive? Para may ebidensya na you are not running away from your obligations. Very important yun. Para pa nag-fancy ng kaso, eh, ito, ako nga yung nag-aano sa kanila, nag-uudyok na tapusin na namin to eh. Remember, meron tayong small claims court up to 450,000, if I'm not mistaken, ang pwedeng i-file doon na claim, no? And pag nag-small claims court, the judge and yung mga dalawa lang, yung defendant at yung nagko-complain, ang nandun. No lawyers. And whatever the judge says, final and executory na yun. Okay, so, bago pa dumating doon, nasa Biblia, di ba, Matthew 25, ata nakalagay, before ka pumunta sa korte, makipag-out-of-court settlement ka na. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about Flint PH. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost, Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash F-L-I-N-T-P-H. Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph, all small letters.
Do you want to know how I get sponsors for this podcast? The secret is Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and get full control of how you monetize your show regardless of its size. If you're a brand and you want to advertise or collab with us, then go to advertiser.podmetrics.co and just fill up the form. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics. That's 80PERCENT, all capital letters. And then I'll give you a free copy of an ebook entitled How to Make Money from Your Podcast Even If You Have Less Than 1,000 Listeners. That's it. Now let's go back to our episode. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. Before we took a break, Ephraim mentioned a story written in the book of Matthew about debt settlement. I believe it's the parable of the unmerciful servant, which is what you just heard. Well, just the beginning of it. You can read the rest of the story in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. For now, let's go back to our conversation with Ephraim. So, sinabi mo na dapat nakasulat, kailangan na uh, ipareceive. And uh, hindi ito kailangan na tipong like a legal document. Kahit na parang liham lang, sulat lang, deny or kahit sulat kamay. No? Ang importante ito yung natatakan, tama yung na nareceive. Uh, okay. So, isa sa mga sinabi din ni Arlene is uh, she feels hopeless about her situation. So, uh, do you think, is it hopeless? Have you ever encountered a case na sobrang hopeless pagdating sa utang? Is it ever hopeless? Well, let me let me tell you a little story. No? Meron kami isang kliyente na 71,000 na utang sa isang banko, credit card. Two years siya nagtatago. Pinagtataguan talaga niya. In fact, pinagtataguan din niya yung boss niya kasi nagtatrabaho siya sa bangko, eh baka pag-uusapan daw ay suspension. So like, he was always giving excuses sa boss niya. Ah, boss, uh, hindi ako free ngayon. Then, pero alam na HR yun ang bangko, so nirefer siya sa amin. So, sabi lang namin, <clears throat> kinausap na ba yung creditor mo? Hindi pa eh. Kausapin mo. Hingi ka na condonation, which is really discount. Yung kaya mong ibigay, bayad sa nila, yun ang sabihin mo. <clears throat> so, ang sinabi lang niya ata, is, sige, sa collector, pero ba humingi ng discount? Siyempre, si collector, who only earns based, a percentage based on the makokolekta, will say no. Will say no. So, they put down the phone. A few days later, tumawag si collector. Anong sabi? Sir, 
yung 71,000 na utang mo, ganito na lang, ha? 9,500 na lang, bayad mo, tapos na tayo. Wow! Ang laki! <laughs> just the other day, ah, just today, I was talking to somebody na 207,000 ang utang sa isa sa mga banko, personal loan. Sabi sa 27,000 na lang ibayad mo. Okay na tayo. Wow, ganun din yun. That is an 88% discount. Hindi yan hopeless. Pwedeng higan ng tawad. Bakit? Especially, this is the rule, ah. especially pagdating sa credit card lang to. But creditors normally follow the same practice. Eh. Pinaparite of na yun ang Central Bank. Yung credit card, credit card ah, pinaparite of na. Okay, that's why yung mga banko, since they cannot collect anymore, uh, they will hire ECAS, external collection agencies, na siya mga collecta for them on a percentage of uh, success basis. Uh, and any, na, anything they collect, income ulit yun. Kahit kano kalit yun, income ulit yun. Kaya at that point in time, papayag na mga banko, mga credit cards pala, na ibalik, i-collecta na lang kahit ano. The rule is that pag six months past you ka na, written off na yan. Okay? But many lenders apply the same uh, parang, parang policy. So pwede kang huminan discount, whether it's a personal loan, credit card loan, uh, pwede. Huwag lang housing loan or car loan kasi kukunin yung collateral mo. But for the non-collateral loans, pwede huminan discount. So hihingi ka ng discount doon sa doon sa collector doon sa tumatawag sa iyo tama yes yes although uh, they will also refer to the main, the main lender pero yung collector mismo ang parang go to guy mo for now yeah and uh, it's important to remember na once you are able to negotiate an hmm. an amount doon uh, ka sa original creditor magbabayad kung ano ka sa banko yes. hindi yung collect hindi yung no. kahente no. or collector well, magbabayad. Masabihin na, sige, i-gcash mo na lang. Pwede, hindi pwedeng gano'n. Not unless, not unless, it's a situation where binigyan na ng collector yung utang mo. But you have to check with the creditor mismo. Talagang binili na nila. I'm very sure Arlene is listening right now dito sa episode natin. So, if you can talk to her and uh, address her directly, Efren. Eh, uh, what would you tell her now? Uh, yung isa sa mga sinabi niya, ano po ang gagawin ko? Mm, okay. Well, Arlene, uh, ramdam namin yung bigat ng problema mo kasi yung boses mo is talagang uh, mag, uh, para bang bigat na bigat na, no? Uh, sa hina niya. Ganito, huwag ka mag-alala. Um, pwedeng pwede ka humingi ng discount. Malaki, in fact. Marami kaming mga nauna na sa yung kliyente na ganyan ang ginawa. Uh, nakakuha sila ng discount. Minimum of 50%, as high as 80 plus percent. Pwede yan. Ngayon, try to find out na lang ganito. Uh, ano yung pwede mong bayaran? Okay? Isulat sa kanila. And then, uh, makipag-negotiate. Always keep the communication lines open. Huwag mo silang tatakuhan. And pag kayo ay hinaharas, Meron ka namang remedy dyan, i-report mo kaagad sa SEC. At sabi mo sa kanila, wala namang ganyanan. Bawal na yan eh. I-report kita sa SEC. Sige. Okay? But on the other hand, ito rin pinapahin namin sa mga problemato. No? Huwag ka naman masungit din sa kanila. Okay? Tao din lang yan. I've talked to an, an external collection agency uh, person. 
uh, na hinaharas yung aming kliyente, tinawagan ko siya mismo. Alam mo, bayit. <laughs> Sabi sa akin, o yung ganda naman pala yung ginagawa nyo, tinutulungan nyo. Sige po, tao din yung mga yan eh. So, uh, talk to them, uh, you know, as human beings, uh, pakiusap ka sa kanila, huwag maging magmamayabang. And by the way, I don't know kung may, you said you're the breadwinner, pero hindi ko na kung may asawa kang makakatulong sa'yo o kamag-anak para matulungan ka o may collateral kang pwedeng offer Basta, um, eto always wag ka, ma- wag ka mawala ng pag-asa. Yung utang mo, bayad na yan. May, nauna, may nagbayad na yan para sa'yo. Ang kailangan lang, hihingi mo yung tulong niya. Kilala mo na siguro kung sila yan, no? To end our conversation, I asked Efren about the Enrich Good Program. Ano nga ba ito at paano ito makakatulong sa mga taong baon sa utang? Yung Enrich po kasi, hindi po yan yung gatas. Yan po yung brand namin. <laughs> okay. Uh, yung Good stands for getting out of debt. Okay. So, ang ginagawa namin is this. Meron kami kapartang lender, lending institution na magde-lend sa mga kliente namin provided they pass yung, yung qualifications din ng lender. Siyempre, kailangan may trabaho, may pambayad, all of that. So, ang ginagawa namin is that the partner lender, babayaran lahat ng utang ng kliente namin. No? Lahat. Hindi pwedeng isa, dalawa lang. Lahat. Para isa lang ang pinagkakautangan, isa lang ang hulugang, hulugang amount, isa lang ang uh, date, payment date. No? Para hindi ka na ma, malito. And then over two years yun, may interest din naman, pero hindi ganun kalaki kasi we will help you uh, ask for that discount para mapababa yung utang mo. But there is a condition. Ang condition is that pag ikay na palend ng partner lender namin, kailangan mag-undergo ka ng one year of coaching para hindi ka na maibalik, makabalik pa dun sa dati mong sitwasyon at umahong ka pa baka after that. Hopefully, after one year of that coaching, baka nag-i-invest ka na. Baka nakakabili ka na insurance, all of that stuff. Yung kinikwento ko kanina kay Fitz, alam mo ba? Uh, a few years later, mga new year noon, nag-message siya sa akin, sabi niya, Sir, alam mo, every new year, namamroblema ako eh. Kasi yung kasada ko kukuha ng pera pambayad ng utang ko, noong two years na nagtatagawa ko. This year, namamroblema na naman ako. Pero ang problema ko, saan ko i-invest ang pera ko? Ayok! Wow! Sabi ko, galing mo naman, boy. Tapos, hindi lang yon A few years later, nag-post siya sa Facebook, nakabili na ng kotse. Yan ang gusto wow. namin nangyari sa iyo. So, that's uh, really a sign that there is life after death. Tawa? Yes! So, life after death. So, for those who are interested dito sa Enrich Good program mo, how can they learn more about it? Where can they go? And how can they contact you siguro, okay. Efren? Meron po tayong pre-qualification uh, phase. Text-based lang to, SMS lang. So, mag-text lang po kayo, sabihin nyo meron kayong problema sa utang, i-text nyo na lang po sa 0917-505-0917. 09 at may pagpapadala na sa inyong uh, artificial intelligence na magtatanong sa inyo ano sino yung artificial intelligence ako rin yung may artificial intelligence ako eh. so papadala ko kayo ng mga questions sasagutin nila po 
Alright, so since text-based lang to or SMS-based, uh, it's uh, available nationwide. But, Nation. but the OFWs, paano sila? Is it open to ah, OFWs? Yes, uh, well, ganito po. Yung advice, actually, yung aming Enrich Good, we, oh, we will only charge you para dun sa one year of coaching kapag napalend kayo ng part-time lender namin. No? And yung, yung ibabay niyo sa amin, gagawin lang part-time loan sa so, talaga wala kayong cash out dito. Napakadali. No? Pag hindi kayo mapalend, bibigyan namin pa rin kayo ng advice, pero libre na yon. So in that sense, pwede yan global. Except that yung part-time lender namin will only lend to certain people in the Philippines, depende kung meron sila malapit na opisina to kung saan nandun yung tao, and they don't lend to OFW, sayang. Pero, they will still, uh, they, we will still provide people advice. So, pag sa OFW, sa WhatsApp naman, using the same number, lagyan lang ng 63 para our country code, pwede nila kang message sa WhatsApp. The truth is, getting out of debt is going to take financial discipline. It will be difficult and it will be painful. But the good news is, the pain won't last forever and your sacrifices will be worth it. It will help to always remind yourself of the positive changes that will happen if you follow your plan and dream about your life without debt. Remember that it is never hopeless. There's always a way and you will find it. I believe in you, and I believe that someday, you will be debt-free. Ay, nako. Huwag pong mawala ng pag-asa. Lahat po tayo nagdadaan dyan. Kahit, kahit kami, binagdaanan din namin yan. Uh, malalampasan niyo po yan. And makikita niyo, uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Po. And that's the end of our episode. I hope nag-enjoy kayo and thank you very much for listening. Kung may natutunan kayo today, then please follow or subscribe to The 80% at i-invite nyo na rin yung mga friends niyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions at kung gusto nyo rin magpadala ng mga sarili nyong tanong, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. You can just go to the contact page and send your email or voice message there. Again, this is Fitz Villafuerte saying goodbye for now and until our next episode. Please take care and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.